Welcome to the Stephanie Humphrey Podcast. We are a faith-based podcast featuring biblical teachings, Stephanie Sip and Say, and book discussions with author Stephanie Humphrey. Tune in to hear a word from the Lord and to tap into Stephanie's heart. We hope you enjoy listening and don't forget to subscribe. Blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Welcome to Be Free Ministries Bible Study. It is such a blessing to be in your home, be in your car, be in your office, wherever you might be at this time. It is such a pleasure to bring forth the word of the Lord unto you on tonight. Please forgive me for not being present last week. I was um, preparing to go home. I finally went home to see my family after about a year and a half, well, a little over a year and a half, actually. So I was preparing and, uh, you know, getting ready. I had such a wonderful time with my family. I thank God for my family. I thank God that he has kept my family alive during this pandemic. We were blessed enough, fortunate enough. Um, that God's mercy and grace was with us and we did not lose any of our family, uh, my immediate family, like my, you know, during during this pandemic. And I thank God for that. I don't take that lightly. I don't take it for granted. Um, and I'm certainly not bragging because I know that there are families who lost loved ones, but I'm so grateful to God that my family is still here. And so it was so good to spend some time with them, to love on them, and to get loved on. <laughs> it's nothing like getting loved on by your family. So it was just a blessing. So I, again, apologize for not being um, present for Bible study last Thursday, but I definitely wanted to offer a word of encouragement to us on tonight. Um, just a really short word. <laughs> So, and then I'm going to let you look, and then I'm going to get out your way, like the preachers, and then I'm going to get out your way. God, we thank you for this day. Father God, we thank you for being with us today, for letting us live today, and for being with us today. God, we welcome you into this Bible study, Lord God, as we learn to get fit. Father God, we thank you for this word and that it will encourage our heart and encourage our soul father god i pray that this word will go deep down within our spirit lord god and teach us to be fit as we are still navigating the waters of COVID 19 and other concerns and issues we might be dealing with god we thank you lord god that you are an ever-present help, Lord God, that you have never left us. You have never forsaken us. You have not dropped us. You are still with us, God, and we thank you for it. We thank you for covering us, God, for loving on us, for wrapping your arms all around us. Hallelujah. Thank you for comforting us. Hallelujah. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for refreshing us, God, for revitalizing us, God, for restoring us, Father God. We thank you. Hallelujah, God, for pouring into us exactly what we need 
at this time, in this moment. God, we honor you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So again, we're going to talk about fit on tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. So you all know for the last, I think ever since I've been doing Bible study this year, I have had an acronym um, for each of my studies. So this FIT, F-I-T, the F is find your balance, the I is integrity, and the T is tenacious. So again, a word of encouragement so that we can do like the old folks say, run on and see what the end's gonna be. All right, so let's get into finding our balance. I don't know about you, but during this last year and a half, it has been a balancing act of work, mental health, physical health, <laughs> emotional health, um, family relationships, our friendships. It has been a balancing act, making sure that my life still progressed as, as normal as possible, you know, during this year and a half. And even balancing, um, you know, I did work from home at the start of the pandemic, so balancing making sure I get my work done, plus still taking some time for myself during the time that um, they gave us breaks throughout the day. So just learning to work through, um, again, all of the, the things that I'm responsible for in life and even balancing, not seeing my family for a little while and balancing the, my emotional and mental state by not seeing my family as often as I did before. It's not like I went home all the time, but I did go home more often than a year, a little over a year and a half. And so even balancing, again, my emotions and my mental state during that time. And so the way that I balance is I pray, I prayed and fasted, praise and worship, and study of God's word. So let's see what God's word says about this. I'm actually working from two different study notes, so we're gonna work this out. So the Bible says in Luke 18, 1, that men out always pray. First Thessalonians 5 and 17 tells us to pray without ceasing. We should always keep a prayer in our heart and a prayer on our mind, a prayer in our spirit, as we're navigating these new waters, these new territories, and not just the new territories of COVID-19 and the Delta variant, but even new territories of a new job, a new business, a new ministry, a new way of life, a new way of doing things. As we're navigating these waters, we need to pray without ceasing. We uh, men ought to always pray. We always should have a prayer in our heart or on our and on our lips because we never know what situation we're going to find ourselves in where we where we need to send up our timbers before the Lord so that He can guide us and give us strategy and show us the way that we are to navigate that particular issue or that situation. Or if something comes up on the job, Lord, help me to work with my colleagues on this project. God, help give me the strength and the courage to go talk to my boss about this difficult situation. So prayer should always, again, be on our lips and in our heart. We are to pray without ceasing. Now, I want to clarify this because oftentimes when we think about prayer, we think about getting on our knees, 
you know, setting a time aside in, at which we should do, but setting time aside, getting on our knees or getting on our face, you know, before the Lord and, and seeking God's face. Yes, we should do that. But there are moments where we may not be able to get on our knees. We might be sitting at our desk and we're offering up prayer. We might have to run to the bathroom and offer up our prayer. We might be in our classroom or in the doctor's office, you know, about to work on a patient and we need to offer up prayer. We might be in the surgery room or in the courtroom where we need to offer up prayer. We can't get on our knees. Oftentimes we are unable to get on our knees in that moment, but having a prayer in our hearts, when you can't have that prayer on your lips, you know, during your private prayer time, have that prayer in your heart, asking God to help you, asking God to give, to show you the way, asking God to give you the courage and the strength, asking God to deliver you from this situation, asking God, get me out of this, God. <laughs> Especially if it's a meeting and that meeting's going long on the Zoom, oh Lord, get me out of this meeting. So sometimes we just have a prayer in our heart and God hears us and he will answer. So pray without ceasing. Always, always keep an attitude. That's what it is. Thank you, Lord. An attitude, a heart of prayer. Instead of getting angry, instead of getting frustrated, we should reach for a prayer like, God, I feel myself getting frustrated. I need your help right now. God, I feel anger rising. I need your strength right now. I need a way made and I need a door open. <laughs> I need a way of escape right now, God. So pray without ceasing. When we pray, it will help us to manage our emotions. It will help us to balance our mental state. It will help us to balance family, our job, and the other responsibilities that we have. Because I'm telling you, if you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge God, he will, he will, he will direct your path. He will show you the way. He will lay out the path just as plain for you. All you have to do is follow the steps that, that God has laid out. All you have to do is follow the path. But we have to pray and ask God to help us, ask God to give us um, to give us a strategy to show us the way. So men ought to always pray. And then we should pray and fast. You know, I, I know that there are those who have a, like a regular time to fast. I used to have a regular time to fast before I got really sick and I wasn't able to fast as often. So since that time, I don't fast at, I have not got back into fasting regularly. I fast when the Lord has put it on my heart or I fast when I'm going through some, some, some strong issues and I need the Lord to, to just to work on my behalf in a swift way. <laughs> And there are times when I know I am dealing with an issue and I know I need to surrender that part of my life or that part of my heart to God, then I will turn my plate over and just see God's face so that he can give me the wisdom that I need to make it through that issue or that situation. So praying and fasting is still right. It's still good for us to do that like 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 i said turn your plate down turn it down and seek the lord sometimes we um biblical fast most of the biblical fasts were fasting from food and oftentimes fasting from food and drink i know in our modern day sometimes we fast from tv or the cell phone or whatever the case may be whatever fast the lord is leading you to do do it Fasting is a way of surrendering our heart to God, surrendering ourselves to the Lord, 
humbling ourselves so that we can hear what God is saying about our lives. Sometimes in that fast comes correction. Sometimes in that fast or as a result of that fast comes correction. As a result of that fast comes strategy. As a result of that fast, God's direction is made even clearer. So fast, when the Lord is leading you to fast, fast. If your church is fasting or your ministry or your, your, your accountability partners or your accountability group, you know, those moments where you decide to um, come together to fast, take that opportunity to turn your plate over, to see God's face, to hear very clearly and distinctly what God is speaking to you. So fasting is still right. There are so many examples. It was too many scriptures to write down, y'all. But there are so many examples in the Bible of, of the men and women of God fasting. Esther fasted when she found out Haman was going to... Um, and wanted to, and a, and a decree had went out for um, her people, the Israelites, to be annihilated. Moses fasted when he went up to the mountain to seek God. Um, some of the prophets of old fasted. Fasting is still good and it's still right. Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. So again, fasting is still good and still right. So fasting will give you direction to help you balance your life so that you can stay fit mentally and emotionally, spiritually and physically. Amen. Amen. Um, let me see if there's some scripture that I want to read on that. Okay, I'm going to hold off. So I'm going to go right into praise and worship. Oh, let me go to Bible study first. So I, I like praise and worship. I'm going to do praise and worship last. So let me go into Bible study. Joshua 1, verse 6 through 8 reads, Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous. This is um, God speaking to, Mo, speaking to Joshua, excuse me. Only be strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commandeth thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And we know that 2 Timothy 2 and 15 tells us to Study to show ourselves approved and workmen that needeth need not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. This book of the law that was um, present during this time that God spoke to Joshua, it was a book of the law that Moses had given, that God had given to Moses to give to his people, to give to God's people, um, who were also, you know, Moses' people because God gave him authority over them. But it was, um, go back and read Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. That is the law. In the, in the scriptures, you will find the law that God laid out. Not just the Ten Commandments, but he laid out the law, a way of living for the Israelites. So go back and study the Pentateuch. Study those first five books of the Bible, and you will hear and read about and understand the law that God laid out to Moses for his people. And when Moses died... Joshua was given the responsibility to lead the Israelites and God is encouraging him him here 
the law that I gave to Moses is it is relevant for you. Observe it, study it, know it, give it to the people, live it out, and then your way will be prosperous, and then you will have this success. When we learn how to balance our lives, it makes our way prosperous, and we can have good success. We do that by studying God's Word, by knowing God's Word, by meditating on God's Word, by living out God's Word. It is all the balance that we need. <laughs> Let me say it a different way. All the balance we need is outlined in God's word, but we have to get in the word. We have to study. We have to observe to do all that the law is saying. We, and, and even in that being strong and being very courageous, because some people may tell us, you don't have to follow the Bible. You don't have to follow the Old Testament. That was back back in the biblical times. You know, you can only follow parts of the New Testament, you know, because of this and that. No, no, no. Be strong and be courageous and observe to do all that God has outlined in his word from the Old Testament to the New Testament, from Genesis to Revelations. And God's word will give us the wisdom that we need to stay fit and balance our lives. Amen. So let's go on to Ephesians 5, 18 through 20. And then Colossians 3, 15 through 17, this gives us, there was another scripture that I wanted to get. I'm going to see if the Lord, oh, if I can remember where it is. But let me read um, Colossians, now I'm going to read Ephesians first. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things in, unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful. Praise and worship will change your atmosphere. It will change your attitude. It will change the state of your heart. It will change the state of your mind. When we sing unto the Lord, when we sing those psalms and those hymns and those spiritual songs, making melody in our heart unto the Lord. I promise you, man, I'm telling you, when I'm washing dishes or when I'm cleaning the house, I'm usually singing. Sometimes I'm listening to music. Sometimes I'm listening to a sermon. Sometimes I'm watching TV. But oftentimes, regardless of anything going on in the background, I'm usually singing a song. When I'm driving up and down the road, I'm usually singing a song or listening to music and singing along with the radio. But I'm, I'm telling you, singing will change your atmosphere. Colossians um, 3, 15 through 17 also encourages us. And let the peace of God rule in your heart to the... Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I actually incorporated Colossians into Ephesians. So the last part of, of Ephesians 5 was uh, verse 20, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Excuse me for mixing those scriptures up. And then we get to Colossians 3, 15 through 17. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful. Let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word and deed, do all in the name 
of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. The Bible also says first to make a joyful noise into the Lord. Now it says make a joyful noise into the into the Lord. My noise, my joyful noise may not sound joyful to you, but I'm singing unto the Lord. <laughs> Somebody else's joyful noise may not sound joyful to you, but we're singing unto the Lord. So again, sing those psalms and those hymns and those spiritual songs. What does the Bible mean when in Colossians and Ephesians when it says psalms? Get into Psalms 150. Sing the scriptures. Those are those psalms. Often, or not often, but there are many of the, um, the psalms that are actually songs that were put to music. So sing those psalms. Sing those spiritual songs, those contemporary songs, those praise and worship songs, those gospel songs, those uh, country gospel songs. You know, sing a new song unto the Lord, the song that rises up in your spirit while you're praying and while you're worshiping God. Sing that song. I promise again, it will change your atmosphere. It will change your heart. It will change your mindset. It will elevate you in the spirit and again, cause you to hear God's voice, cause you to see God's will for your life so that you can again, find that balance, be fit and find that balance in your life. Because y'all, when we're in peace, it is easy to hear the voice of the Lord. When we're in peace, it is easy to see what God is doing in our lives. When we are in peace, it is, it is so easy to know what God is speaking to us in that season and in that moment. So praise and worship again should be a part of our daily life, just like prayer, just like prayer and fasting, just like studying God's word. Praise and worship should be a part of our daily lifestyle. Amen. Amen. So that is how we find balance. We get in God's word. We pray. We study. Um, well, I say get in God's word. You know, we pray, pray and fast, and then we praise and worship. And the last part of finding balance is resting. <laughs> You know, I, I have never heard as much talk about taking care of yourself and mental health as I have heard since the pandemic has been around. Um, and I totally agree. We should definitely rest. Vacation. That vacation may not be um, like in another city or another state or another country. You may be able to vacation in your own backyard. You may be able to set up a tent in the backyard. Tell your spouse and your kids, don't bother me. Uh, mommy's having some me time. Daddy's having some me time. Your your um, rest might be, you know, there are some people who have converted. I'm hoping to do it, converting their shed or their storage into like a, a, a like a all a year round retreat. You might just need to get out in the storage area or the shed and be like, look, don't nobody bother me. I'm taking this day just to have some me time, just to rest and relax. Sometimes it might just be telling your spouse and your children, look, I'm going to get a hotel for the night or I'm going to get a hotel for the weekend. I'm just going to take some time. Whatever mental health or whatever taking care of yourself looks like to you, my taking care of myself used to be my monthly massages. I haven't um, had a massage since the pandemic started, but I'm so ready to get back. My massage therapist has opened her shop back up. I just haven't been because it has been like a little busy in my life. And so I haven't gotten back, but that was one way I took care of myself, monthly massages. I take care of myself by having a, um, it's not a timer, but I have quiet hours on my cell phone. And during those quiet hours, if my phone rings or my text message comes on, I don't hear it because that's my time to break away from phone, 
and whatever else is going on in life so I can just um, concentrate on me and just rest and relax. You know, so whatever mental health looks like for you, whatever taking care of yourself looks like for you, your taking care might be a spa day, y'all. I really need to set up me a spa day, but it might be a spa day. It might be getting your foot massager out. You know, your spa day might be at your house where you can, you know, just close the door, lock the door, get do a steam bath or a tub bath or a steam shower or get your foot massager out or um, get your, um, you know, they do have like neck massage, um, like a neck massage is now kind of like when you're going to on the plane, you have the, the neck massage or the neck, um, I don't want to call it a neck brace, but a neck cushion is what I'll call it. And it has a massager in it. You may be able to put that around your neck and your and, and like the top part of your soldier, shoulders, excuse me, and get you a little massage on. Now they have massage chairs. I think even recliners, you can get recliners with massage in it, I think. Um, and maybe even some, some other furniture might, you know, have some. So whatever you do, get you a massage chair whatever you need to do to take care of yourself so that you can rest so that you can get away and just woosah <laughs> just take some time for yourself Jesus rested y'all God rested go 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 read Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2 on the seventh day what did God do God rested yes he did Jesus rested I have some scripture for Jesus rested Luke 5 and 16 and he, meaning Jesus, withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. Sometimes prayer is a respite or a rest time. But sometimes you just need to, to break away even from your spouse. Yes, even from your children. Yes. And just again, just have some time to refresh, get re-energized, get restored, get poured into. Um, sometimes your rest or your mental health might be going to a revival because during that revival, God is speaking to you and pouring into you and restoring you. Again, whatever your rest looks like, whatever your mental health um, looks like, whatever taking care of yourself looks like, do that. And prayerfully, the people in your life will respect that time that you need away. Prayerfully, your husband, your wife, your children, other family members will respect the time that you need to take away and rest and get refilled and restored. So make sure that you're taking care of you. All right? So that's the F in our fit, finding your balance, okay? Let's go on to our I, integrity. Psalms 26 and 11 tells us, actually, I'm gonna read, well, I was gonna read the entire I think I will read the entire chapter um, of Psalm 26. Is this 11 chapter? It's 11. Excuse me, it's 12 verses. I'm going to read all of it. Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord; therefore, I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart, for Thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in Thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocency, so will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Verse 8, Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. 
Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place. In the congregations will I bless thee. I love this song because I don't know if David wrote this particular song. I did not write down that information, but go and check it out for yourself. But this psalmist is talking about being pure of heart, being innocent, walking forth in their integrity. And integrity is soundness of moral character, adherence to moral and ethical principles, and honesty. So in Psalm 42, excuse me, Psalm 26, the psalmist is laying out all the ways that they have been integritous before the Lord. They haven't been with evildoers. They haven't been with those who are working wicked. They have kept their heart, basically their heart and their hands have been clean. And if we want to have balance in our, in our lives, we need to walk forth in integrity. We need to have some moral strength. We need to have some values. We need to have some ethical principles. We need to have some integrity in our lives, just in our daily lives, on our job with our family, at our church, with ministry events, with business dealings. We need to have some moral and ethical standards. And I think about it even the more in this day because there is so much misinformation and so many lies that are going on in our world today, not just about COVID-19, not just about the Delta variant, um, but also with some of the police um, shootings that have happened. Um, there have been lies and deceptions in those respects as well. And you can do some research for yourself to see um, to see what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure you've heard the news, you've been listening to the news, you've been reading the news. There have been unethical practices just throughout in our government, with our politicians on the local, state, and national level. Just a lack of integrity, a lack of moral standing, a lack of um, ethical practices. In order for us to be true to who God has called us to be, in order for us to walk as the sons and daughters of God, we need to walk forth in our integrity. We need to be able to stand before the Lord and say, I was ethical in my practices. I had some more moral values. I was honest in my dealings. I was honest with my family. I was honest in my business dealings. I was honest on my job. We need to be able so that we can hear the Lord saying, well done, our good and faithful servant, huh? Integrity amongst other things, you know, for us to hear the Lord say that. But we definitely need to walk in our integrity. Even if people are lying all around you, even if people around you, whether on your job or wherever, are participating in deceptive tactics, um, we need to still walk forth in our integrity. Even if you're standing alone in your more moral and ethical behavior, stand alone in your moral and ethical behavior because you will be rewarded for walking forth in your integrity. So do not let deceptive people, deceptive practices, lies, misinformation trip you up. Seek out truth, seek out facts, seek out right information, and definitely seek God's word because in God's word from the Old Testament to the New Testament is truth. So walk forth in your integrity. Do not spread lies about anybody or anything. Speak forth the truth.
And even though I know this saying does not necessarily, does not, was not originated to apply here, I am going to apply it here. If you can't say nothing nice, if you can't say nothing good, don't say anything at all. So I'm going to say, if you, if you can't tell the truth, just don't say anything at all. Amen. Amen. So be integritous because when our heart, when we are, um, a person of integrity, a person of honesty, a person that has moral values and ethical behavior, we are at peace in our heart and it will help us to remain balanced. Because, mm, yeah, it will help. I'm going to start right there. <laughs> it will help us to remain balanced or maintain that balance in our lives. Because it will help us. Because y'all know when you lie, you have to lie to cover that lie to cover that lie. Then you have to remember the first. A first lie you told, the third lie you told, the fifth lie you told, the tenth lie you told. It just it just behooves us to be honest in all of our dealings. Be honest in all of our ways. Be honest in everything that we do and in what we say. Just be honest and you will remain fit and balanced if you remain in your integrity. The T in fit, I told you we, we wouldn't be here long, y'all. The T in, in fit is tenacious. Tenacious, let me make sure I didn't have another scripture for you. I didn't, okay. So tenacious means, based on dictionary.com, don't give a, oh, that's, that's what I wanted to say to you. Did I write down the definition for tenacious? Uh, yes, this is it. I, just, I think I wrote the don't give up for me, but okay. So tenacious mean, means do, not giving up, holding fast, being persistent, not easily pulled asunder. That is what tenacious means. Not giving up, holding fast, being persistent, and not easily pulled asunder. In other words, not easily um, lured off track, you, meaning you stay on track, you stay focused, you stay persistent, you keep it moving, keep it moving forward. You're not deterred to the right or to the left, but you're steady moving forward. You're persistent in whatever you're doing, persistent in starting your business, persistence, persistent in um, finding a new job or seeking out that new promotion, persistent in maintaining a healthy relationship with your spouse, persistent in maintaining healthy relationships with your children, persistent in maintaining healthy relationships with your family and friends and co-workers, being, um, being persistent, holding fast, not giving up, even if things get hard, even if things get difficult, even if we're experiencing losses, even if we're experiencing grief, holding fast, staying firm, not giving up, not being pulled asunder. So when we remain tenacious, when we remain steadfast, it will help us to maintain our fitness as we are navigating these new waters that we are experiencing. So don't give up. I know it is hard out here but don't give up, don't give in, don't throw in the towel. One of the most persistent people, one of the most um, tenacious people in the Bible is Joseph. Y'all, if y'all have never, Joseph's story is too long for me to read it during this Bible study, but I want you to go to Genesis 37. Let me make sure I get you, yes, Genesis 37 begins the story of Joseph. 
And Joseph's story takes us almost to the end of Genesis. Um, so read, start at Genesis 37, maybe read a chapter a night or a chapter for the week so that you can meditate on it and hear what the Lord is speaking through Joseph's life. But start with Genesis 37 and read Genesis on through until you get to the end, until you get to the end of Joseph's life, because Joseph's life is amazing. Um, in Genesis 37, as you're as you're reading through, um, Joseph's brothers sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. They were jealous of him. Read, read a child. His coat of he coat of many colors. His daddy Jacob gave him. He had some dreams. He shared it with his brothers. He shared it with his mom and dad. His brothers got jealous and they sold him. First they threw him in the pit and then they were like, okay, well, the Ishmaelites, they were coming by. And so they decided to get Joseph out of the pit, sold him for 20 pieces of silver. The Ishmaelites um, were, were, um, were they on their way to Egypt? Or they took Joseph to Egypt. Anyway, Joseph ended up staying in Egypt and he went through some things. He got jailed. He got falsely accused by um, Potiphar's wife. Um, he, he was uh, second in command um, in Egypt, but he just went through a myriad of successes and <laughs> disappointments. He went through a myriad of highs and lows. And, and sometimes our life is like that. We're going through highs, we're going through lows. We have a lot of disappointments, a lot of frustrations. But I promise you, if you hang on in there, if you keep pushing forward, if you keep being persistent, if you have get, um, maintain a positive attitude, if you don't give up, if you hold fast, whatever you um, are, are desiring, whatever you are looking for, it's going to come. It may not come in the way you think it's going to come or the, may, or the way that you want it to come, but God will honor your persistency, especially if it's something that he has led you to do, um, a ministry that he's leading you to, or a business that he's leading you to, or whatever it is. If God has given you the vision for that, God will lead you to it. God will be with you. God will answer your prayers. God will be your comfort. God will give you what you need, but please be persistent. Don't give up, y'all. Don't give in. I know it's hard out here. This uh, COVID-19 wasn't, wasn't, was not a joke. This Delta variant is no joke. So let's be diligent. Let's be steadfast. And while I'm, while I'm talking about the Delta variant, let's even be persistent in following the CDC guidelines, following the guidelines of your local healthcare professionals, following your own personal healthcare professional, you know, following the facts, following the science and, and, and staying, you know, you're six feet away, wearing your mask, get vaccinated. I just encourage you to do all of that to maintain balance and to maintain your never giving up as you're walking through these new territories and navigating these new waters. Just follow, you know, what our medical professionals are saying. If you choose not to follow, it that's on you but I just want to encourage you to be come back saying I want to encourage you to wear your mask I want to encourage you to maintain six feet distance I want to encourage you to follow CDC guidelines I want to encourage you to follow the guidelines of your local and state health care professionals that's just my encouragement for you not my demand of you but my encouragement for you all right and um Again, don't give up, y'all. Don't hang in there. Hang, hang on in there. Don't give up. Don't give in. God's got your back, y'all. If you feel like you want to give up, reach out to your, to like your, let your spouse know 
Reach out to other family members, to friends, to your, your prayer partners, your accountability partners, co-workers that you trust and have good relationships with. Let them know, look, y'all, I'm slipping. I'm feeling discouraged. I need some help. Reach out to people. Don't think you have to navigate these waters by yourself. There are people in place to help you to support you, to do as Aaron and her did, to hold, they held up Moses' arms. You know, you have some people to hold up your arms, to hold up your head, help you hold up your head, to maybe even hold up your back if you need that. So reach out to people. Don't navigate these waters by yourself. Yes, God's got your back, but he's put people in place to help you and support you as well, all right? So stay fit. Find your balance through prayer, through Bible study, through fasting and praying, through praise and worship, through resting, taking care of you. Walk forth in your integrity so that you can remain at peace and be all that God has called you to be and do all that God has called you to do. And lastly, don't give up. Be tenacious. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't throw in the towel. I don't care if people are speaking negatively to you or about you. Dismiss those words and keep moving forward hallelujah on the path that God has set for you okay so that is my word for tonight that is my encouragement to you to stay fit to be fit hallelujah and trust in the Lord lean not to your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge God and he will direct your path that's Psalm 3 5 and 6 amen amen so thank you so much for joining Bible study on tonight. I want to encourage you to join us for our week of restoration on October 2nd through the 8th. It's a seven night week of restoration. Our theme is strength. Oh, Lordy. I be forgetting my theme, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Y'all forgive me. I, I, I know it. I got so many things running through my head. So y'all forgive me. I'm going to look it up real quick, real quick, real quick get my rules right. <laughs> I love it when I make mistakes, y'all, because it's, it's okay. I don't mind making mistakes, and sometimes I don't have my enunciation correctly, and I'm okay with that too. Encouragement for your heart, strength for your soul. That is our theme for our week of restoration. Join us October 2nd through the 8th, 7 p.m. nightly right here on the Stephanie Humphrey channel. We have some ministers, some deaconesses, some sisters in the Lord that will be bringing forth the word of the Lord. Our topics are love lifted me, peace in the midst, joyful noise, elevate your thinking, power up, push through and soak in. Each night you will hear a word from the Lord based on those themes. So join us again October 2nd through the 8th, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. nightly here on this YouTube live channel so that your heart can be strengthened and your soul will be encouraged. Amen. Amen. Look, you can get more information about the week of restoration on our website at BeFreeMinistriesNC.org. Amen. Amen. And look, you all, I want to let you know, I went back and forth with this, but I'm talking about being fit tonight and I'm talking about resting. I'm going to take off from 
the Stephanie Humphrey channel. I'm going to take off during the month of October. So I'm not going to be um, holding Bible study, Sip and Say with Stephanie, or my 2021 book study. I'm going to take October off, off, excuse me, and I'll resume everything in November. I will be doing the week of restoration. That will be happening. And then I'm going to take some time just to get away for myself. And so the month of October, we will not have our Thursdays live at 6.30 p.m., but we will be back in November, excited, restored, and refreshed, and sharing with you what the Lord is speaking to us, and then sharing with you what's on my heart, and then sharing with you our, actually, I'm going to do the October book in November, November, December, December, and January, and we just come keep it pushing in 2022 for a book for our 2021 book study, which is going to be our 2022 <laughs> book study. But all, but all is well. I just, I just need to rest, y'all. <laughs> I need to get my fit on. I need to get my rest on. I need to get my relaxation on. My taking care of me on. So I'm going to take the month of October to do that. Amen. Amen. So again, thank you for joining us on tonight. Visit us at BeFreeMinistriesNC.org. And if nobody has told you that they love you, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries signing off. Blessings. Blessings. In addition to going live on my YouTube channel at 6.30 p.m. on Thursdays, I also go live at 10 p.m. on my podcasting channels, including Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Blessings. Thank you.